It is now four o'clock. It's the time for Dhamma talk. <laughs> I have to talk for about 45 minutes. It's 4.45. If I don't have anything else to say, then you may have questions. At five o'clock, this is the walking time. Then you wait a little bit. 5.15 is the dinner time. 6.30, you have to come back and sit here. 7 o'clock, you have to do some walking. 7.30, some sitting. 8.15, walking. 9 o'clock, sitting. 9.30, further practice or rest. And tomorrow morning, you have to wake up at 5 o'clock. And it's about the same, but slight differences. This is what we call a schedule. So, today I would like to talk about time. <laughs> the reason for that is that if you have noticed, I mean, you are just with yourself, just with your mind, and of course there is a schedule, there is a time that we need to refer to, huh? we need to to be punctual and things like this. But actually, we made that mechanic time, the time of space, uh, that is actually uh, calculated, it has been calculated actually with the, with the, with, with the days, uh, with, with the night and things like this. So we, we came to make the, 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 the time very mechanic and then we invented the clock. So uh, even here in front, you see, you know, on the, on, in the front there, you see, you see meta, uh, there, there, there is a sign. Meta, but on the other side, at the entrance, there is a, there is a how do you call that a solar a solar clock? So this is a, this is a, how humans uh, try to to relate to the aspects of the of the changing of the time. Uh, but we made it with the machine, and then actually it became very precise, and we became uh, somehow slave to it. But what is interesting when we practice meditation is that we see that there is an inner aspect of time, there is a subjective aspect of time. Like just historically, I mean, if, if, if I have to talk about time, I will need to have a lot of time. And uh, like uh, last week, I was at, the, at the, uh, the study center there, and then I, I was wondering, okay, now, what do the books say about uh, the aspect of time that has been uh, such an interesting topic, uh, you know, in, 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 throughout humanity? And then you have about at least 100 books on time, complete shelves of books only on time. So it's not today, I'm not going to to go too much to, with the, the explanation of it uh, intellectually, but I will just try to, to convey just a few things that will, uh, that will uh, as much as possible, I don't know, but that will be meaningful for our practice. So what is interesting with the, with the, the, the etymology of time, like color, huh? color, uh, the, the word time in Sanskrit and in Pali, it's kala, kala, 
Huh? So I think that there may be there may be a, a, a relationship with the kala and then color because the kala in, in, in Sanskrit means also uh, the color of uh, obscurity and, and lightness. So the, I, I think it has to do with the, the evaluation of the daytime. So at, at midday, then there is is very bright. So the color is very bright, and then at nighttime it's very it's very dark. So we came to give the word uh, color kala to the aspect of the time. So it is also uh, very interesting that uh, this aspect of Time, the manifestation of time has been uh, identified in many ways and also uh, engendered uh, many uh, mythology uh, things. You know, so so we see that in the Greek in the Greek uh, history, we call the, the time is uh, is they made a god out of it, it is, and it's the god Kronos. Uh, and in Buddhism or in, in in Asia, they also made a kind of deity out of uh, out, out, out of the concept time. And the, 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 the deity, we, I will explain it later. It's Mahakala, but this is a letter uh, after the Buddhism. So is the time really subjective? Huh? Is the, the, the spending of time, like uh, the spending of time in the subjective uh, aspect, we, we, we see here that uh, if uh, you are not interested in what I say, then you look at the floor and then you are waiting, you look at this, oh, another 45 minutes to listen to that guy. So the time is very long. It's like uh, if you remember when you were a kid huh? and then you are at school, and then you really want to play with your friends, and then you have that teacher who just don't stop giving you lessons on grammar and mathematics, and, and then you look at the clock, and then the last five minutes of the class, you see, Pooh! five minutes is like a day, one minute is like a day. But when you come to the teenager, teenage, then sometimes you fall in love, and this is your first experience of that. And then, one day is like one minute. So there is no time at all. There is no time. You, just, you are just in another dimension, another, another internal dimension. So we see that actually time has a lot, of, uh, has a lot to do with how we, 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 we live the experience. It has a lot to do with our mind. So these two aspects are going to be considered today. And then before I start, uh, uh, I mean, more academically, it will never be like that. Then, uh, as I said also, that uh, we have many ways of explaining time. So if we look at philosophy, huh, then the philosophers have explained time in many ways. If we look at science, science also has explained time in many ways, like if you like, uh, like, for example, Einstein with uh, his theory of relativity, it has a lot to do with time. So don't ask me, ask her. <laughs> because uh, I will not be uh, uh, competent enough to, to give you the details of it. But also, you have interpretation of time that, uh, that is related to art or to literature 
and, and things like this. So that conception uh, has been expressed in culture in different ways. So today, not to make the things so complicated, I would like to start by uh, reading a quotation. And, uh, and uh, it's, it's from a novel. And uh, the writer is called, you may know, know him, it, it was a bestseller sometimes, uh, maybe 40 years ago or 30 years ago, I don't know. Uh, the, the, the author is Alan Lightman, and it's about Einstein's dreams. And then, of course, it's a fiction, huh? but the, the, the writer is a scientific himself, huh? so he knows what a scientific can go through when he's thinking and then researching about something specific. Huh? So instead of expressing uh, what is the content of the research, what is the content of the, of the, of the rumination of the, of the, of the thing that, the, that the, the scientist is looking for, he is... Uh, interpreting the, the, the ways that maybe Einstein also has, con has considered when he was studying the aspect of time. So the book is very interesting and also very poetic. So uh, I could have extracted a lot of, uh, of uh, quotations, but uh, I think I will just skip it, and then I will just keep with one of it, one, one quotation, and it's, uh, it's about uh, two pages. So uh, I hope that... Uh, I hope that my pronunciation is not too bad and that you, 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 you can uh, just uh, uh, listen to it. If you don't want to listen, you just don't listen. But also, it's funny because, because it starts describing a Sunday afternoon. So today is Sunday and it's perfect. Hmm? Sunday afternoon. People stroll down Arstras, wearing Sunday clothes and full of Sunday dinner, speaking softly beside the murmur of the river. The shops are closed. Three women walk down Margas, stop to read advertisement, stop to peer in windows, walk on quietly. An innkeeper scrubs his steps, sits and reads a paper, leans against the sandstone wall and shuts his eyes. The streets are sleeping. The streets are sleeping. And through the air, there floats music from a violin. In the middle of a room with books on tables, a young man stands and plays his violin. He loves his violin. He makes a gentle melody. And as he plays, he looks out to the street below, notices a couple close together, looks at them with deep brown eyes, and looks away. He stands so still. His music is the only movement. His music fills the room. He stands so still and thinks about his wife an infant son who occupied the room downstairs. And as he plays, another man, identical, stands in the middle of a room and plays his violin. The other man looks to the street below, notice a couple close together, looks away and thinks about his wife and son. 
And as he plays, a third man stands and plays his violin. Indeed, there are a fourth and a fifth. There is a countless number of young men standing in their rooms and playing their violins. There is an infinite number of melodies and thoughts. And this one hour, while the young men play their violins, is not one hour, but many hours. For time is like the light between two mirrors. Time bounces back and forth, producing an infinite number of images, of melodies, of thoughts. It's a world of countless copies. As he thinks, the first man feels the others. He feels their music and their thoughts. He feels himself repeated a thousand times, feels this room with books repeated a thousand times. He feels his thoughts repeated. Should he leave his wife? What about that moment in the library of the Polytechnic when she looked at him across the desk? What about her thick brown hair? But what comfort has she given him? What solitude beside this hour of playing his violin? He feels the others. He feels himself repeated a thousand times. Feels this room repeated a thousand times. Feels his thoughts repeated. Which repetition is a song, his true identity, his future self? Should he leave his wife? What about that moment in the library of the Polytechnic? What comfort has she given him? What solitude beside this hour to play his violin? His thoughts bounce back and forth a thousand times between each copy of himself, grow weaker with each bounce. Should he leave his wife? What comfort has she given him? What solitude? His thoughts grow dimmer with each reflection. What comfort has she given him? What solitude? His thoughts grow dimmer until he hardly remembers what the questions were. Or why? What solitude? He looks out to the empty street and plays. His music floats and fills the room. And when the hour passes, that was countless hours, he remembers only music. So this is what can happen in the, ma- in the, in the, in the thought of, some, of, of someone, you see? And uh, you could think about leaving your husband, you could think about your family, you could think about your job, you could think about what you are going to do in the future, anything, anything. But here, 
the stories about uh, Einstein, uh, and this is true that actually he, he was playing violin, and also he had some kind of, he, he was questioning his, uh, his marriage, and finally I think he, he decided to divorce, uh, and, then, and then also uh, the, 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 all the money that he got from the Nobel Prize, I think he, he gave that to his family so that they'd be comfortable, because he was too much in his, uh, and then he just wanted solitude, right? So this is his case. This is this is his, uh, uh, this is his situation. But is it is it like that with us? Is the violin ourself, and is the music created by the violin ourself? Is the analogy uh, similar to the practice of meditation? We'll just, uh, please, uh, don't take me seriously. So I just want to, to, to make, a, uh, just to try to, to give you inspiration. You are just looking at me and then you think I'm going to reveal you something very extraordinary about <laughs> philosophy. So anyway, I will give you an idea, okay, about playing the violin because I, I, I am also a musician. So the only example, the only tool that I had to, to represent the violin playing is this one. Right? <laughs> and this is, you see, in, in Asia, or I think before in the West, you had the violins, and then they had the trumpet at the end. So that's, this is, the, this is the, the, the closest interpretation that I found to represent the, the, the violin. So how do you call it, the bow? Huh? So here, you, are the, you have the violinist like this, and, and then the sound is just going this way and that way, right? And then this is the, the, the bow to, to play. So you, you are like this, and then you just play your violin, right? But uh, the comparison I want to do, right, with this is that, uh, that uh, this, the violin, is actually the, the, the six sense doors. The, the, the six, the, like the body and then the, the sensitivity, right? The, I mean, the, how to say, the, the, the sense doors, like the, the eyes and things like this. And this is the objects that come in contact, the objects that come in contact with, uh, with the sense door. And then the attention that we put there is the consciousness, okay? And the tree together, like the sense doors, and then the sense objects, and then the consciousness there. The three together is passa, the, 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 the contact. So, uh, like the, the, the sutta that I, uh, I used uh, the other day, you know, to refer to this process of uh, experience was in the onibal. So just, uh, uh, just to repeat again, you know, dependent, dependent on the eye and forms, eye consciousness arises. The meeting of the three is contact. With contact as condition, there is feeling. What one feels, that one perceives. What one perceives, that one thinks about. What one thinks about, that one mentally proliferates. proliferates. What, what, with what one has mentally proliferated as the source, perceptions and notions tingle by mental prolifer 
proliferation besets a man with respect to past, future, and present forms cognizable through the eye. So uh, it is the same thing with the mind. The mind is just processing all kinds of things. And sometimes in our meditation, we are just sitting and then we are just watching the breath. The breath is just the violin. Huh? We are just wa watching the breath and then paying close, at close attention to it. And then we see that the, the thoughts are just uh, uncontrollable. We cannot control these thoughts. So we see uh, all kinds of thinking that, 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 that is just going around and around. And then, but the more we give attention, the more we give quality to our meditation, to our playing the violin, then the more these thoughts start to lose their own importance. And then we come to a quality of attention. So that quality of attention we have with our meditation reveals us experience. So we start to understand the experience beyond the interpretation that we make about reality. So these, all these thinking and then this craving and these uh, uh, mental proliferation, they, 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 they are just uh, deluding us in regard to, to this experience. So when we are very much settled in the experience, then the mind is very clear, and then we are very much, much more aware about these interpretations, the representations we are making about reality. And then we can understand, and then we can see also, ah, oh, okay, okay, this is how, how it goes on, and then we have the possibility to just to be clearer and clearer about the experience, the experience of contact. So contact is there throughout the life, huh? And then also together with contact, we have the feelings, and then also we have the emotions, everything, the thinking, and then the craving, and all these things come at once every moment that we are conscious, every moment of experience of, of the six senses. I don't want. I, I really want to be sure about the time. You see, because when I start uh, just saying anything, time goes fast, and and you have to hurry for your lunch, and you are cut again. You are cut again in this uh, in this schedule. So uh, I just want to just for those who like. Uh, I mean, uh, to remember some of uh, your young days. Uh, maybe some of you had gone to India, huh? for spiritual, uh, you know, quest or for kind of interest. So what is happening? I mean, you don't need to have gone there, huh? but uh, what is very striking, like uh, uh, what we learn the first thing when we, we, we go there, we may have a lot of expectation, all kind of things, but the first thing we are learning there, we are learning to wait. For example, if you go to the train station and then you want to buy your train ticket, there are so many people there. You see, I mean, like, uh, I don't know now, it's, it's maybe with electronic and it's faster, but uh, uh, 30 or 40 or 50 years ago, you just had queues just to buy the ticket. So you had to come, you know, for just to buy a train ticket, you had to come early in the morning and then you have to bring your lunch and sometimes you, you could spend five or six hours on the, on the line, just waiting to get your ticket. So 
then you have to wait, and then, and then you have to practice waiting. But it's a, it's a, it's a very good lesson. It's a very good lesson. So once you get your ticket, then you, you have your schedule. Okay, now the train is going to be there at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. So you arrive, and then, oh, yes, I already paid for my ticket. And then you, 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 you are in the, in, in the station, and you are waiting for the train. Uh, yes, you are, you, are, you are waiting for the train. But the train, I mean, it's just the train. And it, do, it doesn't care so much with the time. <laughs> so then you have to wait again, and the train may be late. But what is funny there, what is uh, also uh, fascinating is that you have all kinds of people in the transition. So you can, you can look at people and then you can, you can take your time. And also, uh, you have very good tea there. So those who go there, they get really addicted to chai because it's a very delicious type of tea with spices. And hmm, so uh, while waiting, you can just drink your chai and then speak with your friends. Uh, and it's fine. So, so you can enjoy your life uh, in the transition. But when the time is to get in the train, then you see, uh-oh, you have to rush because uh, there is a competition there and it's a question of, of uh, life or death, right? So you have a lot of people and then the compartments are, are very small. So when the train arrives, you get ready and then you rush in the train and then as much as possible, you try to find a seat. So once you are seated, if you happen to be in the second or third class, then you see that you are not alone. <laughs> full of nice people. Full of nice people. But, uh, but you have to send the train. Now you don't have any choice. Now you have to wait until the train stops to, 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 to move around. But what happened with the child? The tea is a diuretic, di 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 diuretic, no? <laughs> so that means you, if, you, if you really enjoy drinking the tea and then speaking with your friends, <laughs> the, the tea wants to go down. So, so, so if you don't have any uh, uh, you know, kind of uh, condition, uh, social uh, conditioning, you know, then you, 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 you don't care, right? But if you have a little bit of shame and you, you are uh, a bit scrupulous about what people would think about you, then you don't, you don't do it there. You have to wait until the train stops. But, but sometimes the train is very easy. I mean, you can spend just hours and hours on the train. And then, and then it becomes a torture. <laughs> so you have to learn from waiting. You have to learn from that thing. And then after that, when the train stops, and then you reach the place, it's just like paradise. <laughs> <laughs> but what is waiting teaching us? What is waiting teaching us? When we are waiting for something, that means we are not really here. We are expecting the next moment to be better. We are expecting the next moment to fulfill our desires, to fulfill our expectations. So waiting can be a very good source of knowledge because we know about ourselves a little bit more. And also we can learn to let go about all these anticipations. So now, I mean, you just have nothing to do, and then you are just waiting. 
But waiting for what? So instead of waiting for something, you try to understand the waiting. So you are just observing with your violin. Okay, now I am waiting. Which kind of music is your mind playing? This is your music. This is your mind. All the time, the mind encounters thoughts and then uh, emotions and things like this. So how do you look at it? What do you get from that music, which is your mind, which is created with your mind? So we have to listen very carefully. By listening, listening we, we, we can understand. The same thing with, uh, with not waiting, but also about going. We are always going somewhere. Huh? Like we are walking and then we are always going somewhere in life. But actually, where the body is going somewhere, but where is the mind going? So we can ask sometimes, where am I going mentally? Like, is where I am going, is it going to, wh- where will the mind be when I am there? And for which purpose is this body is going there? For which purpose also this body is doing these things regarding the, 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 the mental effect that uh, that movement is going, that, not that movement, that arrival. Huh? Because we are not speaking about the going, we are sp- speaking about the destination. What will, that, the, what will the arrival to that destination make at the, as a difference in your mind? So this is the going of the mind. So. Uh, Instead of uh, understanding, uh, we have to understand where we are going, but also mentally, what will be the effect on our mind when we are reaching the place. And then we see that actually, we, throughout the journey, we carry the mind. So it's not a question of arriving, it's a question of understanding the waiting. It's a question of understanding the going. So now we are here, we are stuck here for one hour. I mean, I still have about the uh, uh, 30 minutes. Huh? So we are stuck here about uh, 30 minutes, I mean for one hour, and then we are waiting for something. What are we waiting for? Look at that, think of that. Think of that, you think about tomorrow, you think about this. So all the plans, this is the expectations that the mind has been creating. The point is that the uh, thinking and planning about the future is not wrong at all, but to, 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 uh, to alleviate the, the to think that the, 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 the next moment is going to give us a, a complete satisfaction may be a little bit uh, questionable because, it's, because the satisfaction has to do with our mind. So if we don't understand the mental aspect of the arrival, then we are at the wrong place. We will always be in a train station waiting for something else. So I think I will pass the, all the academic stuff. You can read about reality and time and things like this. Huh? I mean, is, you, you, we can have a really interesting uh, uh, references because, because it has been explained very well in the books of uh, you know, uh, philosophy or religion. and It's kind of interesting. But here, I will skip it. And uh, again, I was, I was stuck and then I thought, uh, that uh, what am I going to talk here, right? And then I thought, oh, the idea of time is very interesting. It is very interesting. So then I thought, oh, well, but I have, uh, sometimes I have difficulty just to express things and then to, to, to put my ideas together. 
And then instead of uh, expressing it with, with words, then I thought, oh, well, I will use, uh, I, I will use a, a little bit of art for it. And uh, uh, then, then I had seen, I had seen, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the you know, the, the Ma, uh, Ma Kala, Ma Kala, the, the, the Tibetan representation of the god of time. Uh, so the Tibetan, they also made uh, a god I mean, it's, it's Buddhist, it's not Tibetan, right? But uh, uh, later Buddhism made a deity out of the god, and then the deity represents uh, time. And uh, because time, yeah, it, it represents time. So the time actually is a, it's a question of life and death. So time, when we say that your time is off, uh, you have made your time, that means uh, you, are, you, you, you are gone to the, the cemetery. Uh, so the time is eating all of us. All of us, we are just eaten by time. We get old, and then we get older, and then eventually time really gets us. And not only that, but uh, if we look at time itself, time itself consumes itself as well. That means the morning, when we are in the afternoon, is gone. And then the afternoon, when we are in the evening, is gone. So time not only consumes all the beings, but consumes itself as well. So the Tibetan representation of Mahakala is you, you see a big, a big uh, a monster type of uh, guy, right? And then he is eating all the beings in, in, the, in the cycle of existence. And, uh, uh, and then I thought, okay, now, this, this is an interesting uh, analogy, right? It's a monster who is eating all the beings. But uh, uh, I thought to, 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 to also show the aspect of time eating time. So, uh, uh, so I took the, the picture, huh? and then I, I, got, I, got, I asked my friend to find a carver, a, a, a craftsman, and then I asked, I asked him to, to carve the, that monster into a piece of wood. Hmm? So this is what came out of it. <laughs> but it's kind of nice. You see with the, with the, the rings on the, on the ears? It's kind of sweet. <laughs> The name, the name here is the name is Kala, huh? so I put it down there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the craftsmen there, and they are really care they are really wonderful. I mean, you can tell them anything, and then they will carve it for you. You see, they, they are very clever. So the the the, the, the artist had never done uh, such a thing, but I just gave him a drawing, and he said yes, yes, okay. But not only that, I told him, I told him. Well, give the best of your art and take your time to do it. I didn't want him to rush and then to, you know, to, to, to do something very fast. No, I wanted the best quality of his art. So I said, okay, never mind, take your time and don't worry about it. Do it with your heart. But the point is that after five days, he comes and he says, I have finished my work. 
I said, well, I told you to take your time, not to do that in five days. But he said that uh, actually he liked the idea so much that he spent day and night just thinking about it, right? How to put the, the, the wood together and then how to carve it. It's very detailed, huh? so how to carve the thing. Day and night he was thinking about that. So, so as soon as he was waking up, he was on, the, on, on, his, on his work and then he, he, he did the best as, as he could. And just also to, 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 just to, to, to point out also that uh, the subtleties of uh, artists is that uh, uh, I asked him before I wanted to be sure that he has, he has good stuff and good instruments. I didn't want to take a village, uh, you know, peasant who doesn't know how to carve. So I said, ah, well, I wanted something nice. And then I asked him, oh, do, do, do you have, uh, you know, like the, these mechanics, uh, electric tools with polishing? And it, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I, I have everything, you know, I have everything. So then I, dis I didn't discuss with him, right? So uh, once he had finished his work, I asked him, oh, that's very nice, very beautiful. And uh, well, which type of machine are you using? So he said, well, um, well actually, uh, I just use, uh, he had just uh, two small sizzles huh, and then a kind of hammer. That's all. He didn't have any machine at all. Just two sizzles and then his hammer like this. Right? And then, do you know how he was stabilizing the, 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 the piece of wood so that he, 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 it doesn't move with his two feet like this? So he puts that in his two feet, right? You know, no? So he puts that in his two feet and then he just. That's all. So that's all he needed. But this is to show also that art itself brings so much of uh, intensity in the, in the heart that it brings a very great quality of mind. So if we like what we are doing, we do it with quality. Everything can be an art. Everything can be an art, even washing the dishes or any kind of work. If you like to do it, it's going to be a piece of art. And when you like to do it, you will see that the time dimension has no more importance. You can work for hours and hours. The time, oh yes, already five o'clock, but you don't care because you like it. Of course, sometimes we are stuck in a schedule and then there is a limit and then we have to rush. But still, if there is the, 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 the setup of mind to do things well, oh, with a, with a good intention and, and, and good heart, then the time does, is not very important. There is also a slight difference with uh, taking our time. And uh, the difference with uh, going fast and rushing. So to take time, it doesn't mean that we don't go fast. If we need to go fast, we can go very fast. Like if you look at the virtuous violinists or pianists or flutists, they are not in a rush, but they can really play fast. You see, they don't move, but the notes, they, they, they come just in a few strokes. It's amazing. Or a typist, he can, can type even more than 100 words a minute. A minute. But a, a cook can cook, can jump like or anybody who is doing something can do it very fast. But if you do it with quality, you will not be in the feeling of rushing. So the difference with 
speed and rush is very different. Rush is when you get impatient to finish the job. So this is what is a, this is what is a problem. Once Joseph Goldstein, he was asked, uh, what are the clues that uh, will tell us if, uh, if we get more and uh, if we get closer and closer to enlightenment? And then he was saying that uh, as soon as impatience start to, to come into the picture, then you have to question yourself. So what impatience, what does it refer to? It refers to that aspect of the mind who wants to finish the job. That means we are going somewhere else than where we are. And then this is where we get impatient because we have obstacles and then we have difficulty to, to, to face them and then also the set of mind is not ready to face the obstacles. So we get impatient by wanting to do things too, uh, 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 by wanting not to do things too fast, but by, by wanting to finish what actually we have to do. So we, 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 we lose the quality of what we are doing. We don't take our time. So here also uh, I, we wrote also the, the it's, it, it is from a poem or from, from a story. So this, this, uh, uh, this, uh, this uh, poem, or not this poem, but this verse, is, is from one of the texts, uh, one Buddhist text, and, uh, and then it refers to, uh, at some point, the Buddha, he had some disciples, and uh, the disciples were very arrogant. They were very proud, and they thought that they knew everything. So in order to humble them, then he asked them the question. He asked them the question, is uh, the time consumes all beings and consumes itself as well. No? So the time consumes all beings and consumes itself as well. The question, the riddle is, who is it that consumes the all consumer? <coughs> who is able to consume the time? That means we are not getting eaten by time, but we are eating time. How can we do that? Who is that consume the all consumer? And the answer, which the Brahmins, or the, 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 I mean, the, the, those people uh, who were asked were not able to answer, is those who, with the light of knowledge, outshine the fire of craving. That means if we don't have craving, if we are not craving for the results, then we are out of time. We get out of the time. So again, here, there is a lot of uh, symbolism that can be associated with that. So for example, the, the, uh, you know, the representation of this one, you have the ear, this is the skulls. Huh? So the artist was very, uh, he was very creative, and then what he did, he, he created little skulls. Huh? I mean, I'm sure that no many people out of you will be able to do such a nice little thing like that. Huh? And then, and then he, he put them here, right? But the, the, but the, the Buddhist representation actually is symbolic. Huh? So the, here you have six skulls. And then we, we, we come to the number six because uh, it's more uh, proportionate. We can divide because we, 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 we use two planks.
to put together. So three here and three here. But the actual representation is five. So you are supposed to have only five skulls, and then these five, the, 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 the five skulls, they, they represent the five aggregates, uh, the, the five kanda. Huh? So the, the, actually time is eating us, is eating us uh, by way of the, of the five kanda. And also, uh, here also, like you have, a, you have a, a pig, a serpent, and then a chicken or a, a rooster. So it represents uh, loba, dosa, moa, that means uh, greed, hatred, and delusion. So greed, hatred, and delusion is the cycle which, which keeps us uh, you know, enslaved to the time. We are greedy for things, and then we are angry with the obstacles that come with our thing, and then we are completely deluded because of that uh, type of projection we put on, 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 on the world itself. So this is the, the representation, but also it's 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 interesting that uh, I mean it, it, it's not uh, it's hazard that uh, you have the, the twelve hours, huh? and then also uh, for those who know the the dependent the the, the, the Buddhist uh, interpretation of the of the cycle of existence with the twelve link of uh, the dependent origination. So we have twelve links. So if we like, I mean, uh, I didn't do it because it will have been uh, too elaborated, but uh, to each hour, uh, we can put one factor. First hour, ignorance. Second hour, uh, uh, mental formation. Third hour, consciousness. Fourth hour, uh, uh, sixth sense doors. And then contact, and then sensation, and then, uh, then craving, then clinging, then... Uh, then uh, uh, becoming, and then and then birth and death and all that, right? So you have a cycle. So wherever you start with a cycle, there you are. So here we are emphasizing the aspect of experience, the aspect of contact, but also the time of the patichasmupada of the de dependent origination is something cyclic. It's something cyclic. So it goes through days and then through years and then through life, a life after life. This is a cyclic, a cyclic pattern, but also it can apply to the moment. In one moment, we have these 12 links. So it is also to come back to, I mean, just to explain a little bit that, uh, that aspect of interpretation in, in regard to the dependent origination is that, uh, 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 is that in only one moment, you have the aspect of, you have the, you have the contact there, and then you have the feeling, feeling tone of it, and then you have also the, the, the interpretation of it, the, 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 the sanya. Huh? And then the craving could be there, and it could not be there. And then uh, all the, the rest can be just there. But the thing is that the cyclic pattern makes it sometimes uh, difficult to locate the aspect of perception. Like here in the, in the, in the sutta that I just read, uh, Onibar, it said, okay, now from, from feeling, uh, from feeling, then you have the perception, and then from perception you have the thinking, and then uh, the, 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 the craving and all that. No? So the, it, it's kind of uh, orderly. But the thing with the perception, uh, the aspect of sanya, is that uh, it, has a, it has the function to, to give a mark. Uh, so our perception is conditioned to give a mark to things. So we say, okay, now this is a light. Okay, this is a light. So next time you see a light, this is a, you, you see, you have the light there. This is a fan. So you look at that and then you say, this is a fan. Huh? So perception has the function 
to give a mark to what we see. And then, not only that, but it has a function to remember the mark that has been put on uh, the identification that, is, that has been put there. So we remember, okay, you know, this is a fan, and then next time you see a fan, you don't need to put the mark, it's already recorded in your mind. But also the same thing with the Vedana, that means as soon as you put a, a label on your perception, oh, that's, uh, this is my friend and he has been very nasty to me, so you put a, a label on, the, on, the, on things or on person or, or situation and then you get the feeling associated with that. So when you are again caught up in the situation, then you experience the feeling that is uh, conditioned by your perception. So sometimes uh, the feeling itself conditions the, the perception and sometimes the perception itself conditions the feeling. So it's just, it is just very cyclic, cyclic, cyclic. That's why if we are observing very carefully the present moment, what is happening now in the mind, we see all the cycle is there. So there is the feeling and then the clue here is that with the feeling, there can be craving or there cannot be craving. So the, 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 the point that we try to mention and that is uh, so much emphasized, emphasized in, in uh, some aspects of uh, Buddhism is that uh, from craving, and from, from, from the sensation, from the feeling, then you react with, uh, with craving or, or aversion and this is where the cycle is going on. You see, time goes so fast. And, uh, and then I will try, maybe I will skip many things. Uh, but I would like again to, uh, to, co to connect it with, uh, with the, Buddhist, uh, uh, the Buddhist aspect of it. So it is the story uh, in, in, in Sravati, in, in, in India, and then uh, it's, it's a deva, a kind of a deity that is approaching the, the, the Buddha. Huh? So, so sometimes it is recorded in, 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 the, in, in the text that sometimes the, the Buddha was I mean, in, in touch with the, these types of uh, beings. So the, the deva recited this verse in the presence of the Blessed One. Time flies by, the nights swiftly pass. The stages of life successively desert us. Seeing clearly this danger in death, one should do deeds of merit that bring happiness. So when we see that actually we are eating, we are eaten by time, then we have to make the utmost of our life to do good things that will bring happiness. This is what the, Buddha, this is what the, 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 the deity says to the Buddha. But what the Buddha says to the deity is a little bit different. And this is what he says. Time flies by. The nights swiftly pass. The stages of life successively desert us. Seeing clearly this danger in death, a seeker of peace should drop the world's bait. Yes, so we have to get out of the cycle, the cycle of craving, the cycle of just wanting and then expecting, and then even good things, we have to back up a little bit so that we are not cut up in the world's, uh, with the world's ba ba bait. 
It doesn't mean that we should not do merit. It means that uh, the merit the, or the, the good actions, the kusala actions that we are doing should be, uh, should be used to go still further and then to understand the process. So there are a lot of, a lot of, uh, of, uh, of things that are necessary to do for our practice so that we get uh, eventually we get more wisdom out of it. So like generosity and then good actions, this is very important. But also uh, like practice of metta meditation, this is also very uh, skillful, very meritorious. So it should not be put away. But what the Buddha emphasizes is the aspect of wisdom. Also the, 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 the kusala, the meritorious uh, uh, developing of the mind with the wisdom. This is, what we have to, this is what we have to do. And now you are not doing anything. I mean, you are just uh, trying to understand your experience and then trying to figure out a different alternative or different ways just to, to be a better uh, human being. So this is where you will be able, little by little, to get out of the world's bait. So I cannot stop talking. So I will go over time a little bit. So never mind. You can raise your hand, and then if you don't want, then you just go away. The door is closed, uh, is open in, in, in the back. So another, another, uh, uh, another simile here. Also, I just wanted, just I mean, I like to make uh, to make jokes, huh? but uh, uh, but they are not always funny. I find them funny. <laughs> so. What uh, the world's bait, the world's bait actually, it, it represents sense pleasure. Huh? So we are just waiting for the, for the pleasure. So uh, what will be actually uh, the, the solution? Anyway, I, I will, maybe I will tell the joke later. So, <laughs> so then the, 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 second, um, the second poem, the, the, the second verse is a, uh, it's again, it's a deva, it's a, it, it's a deity who comes and, and then looks at a monk who is just eating peacefully, he's harmful. And then he, he, says, he says to the young monk, he says, without having enjoyed, you seek harms, bhikkhu. You don't seek harms after you have enjoyed. First enjoy, bhikkhu, then seek harms. Don't let the time pass you by. He replies, the monk replies, I don't know what the time might be, the time is hidden and cannot be seen. Hence, without enjoying, I seek harms. Don't let the time pass me by. So the, 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 the idea that is convincing here is that uh, while the, the, it's just a young monk, so instead uh, with black hair and then uh, endowed with the blessing of youth and the prime of life and without having the dallied with, sens with sensual pleasure. So enjoy human sensual pleasures so that, uh, so that actually you, 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 it's, your life is worth. But uh, uh, the, 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 the monk instead says that uh, I have not abandoned what is directly visible, friend, in order to pursue what takes time. I have abandoned what takes time in order to pursue what is directly visible. So sense pleasure is just, it takes time because we need times to, 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 to get there. We need also so many conditions. But when we are practicing the Dhamma, then it is out of time. For the blessed one, friend, 
As stated that sensual pleasures are time-consuming, full of suffering, full of despair, and the danger in them is still greater, while this Dhamma is directly visible, immediate. So the word immediate here is akaliko. So we have the word kala, and then a akala, that means out of time, immediate or intemporal. And it is inviting one to come and see, applicable to be personally experienced by the wise. And then he goes on and he goes on, and... Uh, and then the, the, the idea at the end is that the one who conceives I am equal, better or worse, might on that account engage in disputes, but one not shaken in these uh, three discriminations does not think I am equal or better. So uh, the joke that I, I want to say is now it, it is probably very boring. Uh, but uh, is that we have the world bay, that means we, 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 are, we are just so conditioned just to have pleasure. Huh? And then the, we are limited in, in, the, in, the, in the possibility to get them. So what, has, uh, what have we invented for, for, for to get satisfaction? We have invented the credit card. <laughs> so... You are out of problem, you don't need to wait so much, here you are, and then you can go on credit and then buy everything you like, and then you can pay later. But this, the problem is that we, we, we always get, we have to refine, we, we have to refine the, uh, we have to refine the, 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 the cost of everything. One quote of, uh, one quote of uh, uh, the, the, the Queen Elizabeth. So we shift from, pers we shift from, from perspective now. So the Queen Elizabeth uh, doesn't need a, any, any, any credit card, and then she can have everything that she wants. Huh? So once she was asked by somebody, all oh, right, uh, great lady, uh, now you are, you are the Queen of England. So what will be the things that uh, you will uh, like to have? And she said, I would like to have time. She has everything, but she cannot get the time. So we can be very rich, but we don't have the time to spend our money. So if we know that, then we remember that the time and the quality of time we are able to give to our life, this is very valuable. So, of course, we need money, we need income, we need uh, finances to, to keep our life together. But the quality we give to it, and also the time that we can afford to ourselves, that means the time we can afford just to pause and then to do the things properly, this is very valuable. So now this is what you are doing. You take your time, uh, and then you can do the things that are uh, kind of... Uh, uh, good to you, but actually you are taking your time. So I think in, in life uh, it is very important sometimes just to have a pause and then to see what we are doing, that we are doing it with quality. And then also to see that actually we don't need to do many things. We need to, to just to, be, to, to give a quality to, 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 to it. So just to uh, just uh, many different types of perspective and then thinkers and uh, uh, idea about time. But here there, there is a, a quote from a few quotes from Krishnamurti, and uh, then he says that uh, humanity 
is caught up in the net of time because what they are looking for is a product of thought. So the product of thought actually refers very much to this Hannibal thing. That means, how are the thoughts produced? They are produced with the experience and then the conceiving of, of it and then the, all the, 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 the papancha, all the vipalasa that is coming together with that. This is all the thoughts that are actually feeding us and the thoughts that are actually taking us from the reality, the thoughts that are based on craving, wanting something else. So we are caught in the net of time. And another quote, another quote from him, concern for reality, we must stop searching for it. It does not equal being satisfied with what is, but it's a revolution. That means we don't need to be satisfied with what is there, but we have to stop searching for something else. And this is a different setup of the mind. We have to put our mind in a different uh, uh, position. Truth comes to those who freed themselves from time, to those who do not use time in order to prolong themselves. The memory of past, family, race, experience, the big idea of I, the memory of I, me, mine. So all these conceptions that we make about ourselves can be useful in the world, but actually to give so much emphasis on these three things, I, me, mine, is really getting us uh, cut up in the net of time. Also, since we have, since uh, I used uh, Einstein as a as a, as, a, as a reference, there is another quote of uh, of Einstein that uh, uh, she has she she she, she writes on, at the bottom of um, of of her of her of her uh, email. Huh? So she gives a quote, huh, Nikki, and then uh, by Einstein, and it, it, it's great, and it, it says, the true value of a human being is determined by the measure and the sense in which they have obtained liberation from the self. So it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of profound. So from time to time, if we are able to, to get away from that uh, addiction, from that slavery of the self, then we get much more freedom. So I think as a human being, we should try maybe to evolve and then to see things a little bit, uh, uh, a little bit wider than the, the, the self-limitation, the, the, the limitation we impose just by, uh, by, our, uh, by the narrow-mindedness that we can have in, in our uh, habitual patterns. So now, uh, now it is finished. <laughs> but actually, I didn't follow the schedule. So uh, you have about uh, you have about uh, about twelve minutes, and the ring the ring will will will, uh, will bell. <laughs> no, the bell will ring. So uh, so uh, you are free. Unless if you want to discuss or ask uh, anything, then you are you are welcome. But please, you please go. Hmm? You, you. <laughs> we'll have you, we'll have time to discuss. But if you just uh, uh, want. You, you can go out of time as, as, as you wish. It is, it is your time, it's not my time. Hmm?
So now it's finished. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.